0: Are you ready then? Are you
1: ready? Um it's recording.
0: Oh stop doing this to me, Declan.
1: <laughs> Hello and welcome to It's In the Genes Podcast, a podcast by the Digital Gene. My name is Declan.
0: And I'm Sharon.
1: And we're a mum and son duo and directors from the digital gene. As well as what we've been up to, we we'll all today we'll be discussing how only one percent of LinkedIn users post obese children, the free Britney movement. And Dutch farmers attempting to stop Instagrammers from spoiling tulip fields. That's something that Mum did. So that's why I sounded a bit robotic saying that, because it was the first to me, first time I'd read it. I was just going to say, Um, why
0: have you singled it out going, and the tulip farm? And
1: in the business bits section, which we will get to this time, because we've kept our topics on the light side, is (laughs) once again going to be ethics in your business sustainability aware you know how do you grow in a socially conscious conscious way and do you only work with certain clients with your kind of values so (laughs) let's get going
0: let's get going
1: Are you okay? I'm tired. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm tired. I don't know where the weeks go. Um, excitingly, went out for my my, my second face to face meeting of the last however many year and however many months. Yesterday, I've been out on one face to face, and then I got invited to do a presentation. Um, for a work pitch project pitch yesterday and went out with um our technical director gary and that was the first time that gary and i well all of us have actually seen each other in the flesh no i've actually seen gary twice now once when i went to see his car and give him his 50th birthday present a couple of weeks Mm, ago
1: out the bag
0: happy birthday to gary welcome to the club um and then obviously yesterday i went in the tesla or as I like to call it, for people of a certain age, Night Rider.
1: <laughs> Night Rider? Night Rider.
0: Have you not never seen Night Rider? No. You need to look it up, Declan. It's the Hoff. It was what, you know, obviously the Hoff is famous for, well, I suppose many things, but um, David Hasselhoff, for those who don't know who the Hoff is, who wouldn't know that? Um, and I'm not going to digress too much, but it was one of his famous shows of the 70s. Night Rider about a computerized car that could do everything. Slightly James Bondy, bit futuristicy. y the car it is, not the not the show, not the TV show. But obviously the Hoff in it in his prime. Um anyway, that's what I feel like a Tesla is like, Night Rider. And I loved every single bit of it. Uh, and I, I actually posted ask. posted on it about LinkedIn and it's be, it's one of the posts that has had the most views ever of any post. So Obviously, just get yourself a snazzy electric car and you've nailed LinkedIn.
1: (laughs) Well, we might touch on that later because we are discussing LinkedIn in a bit. So, um, yeah, obviously, I've got... What
0: about you? Because you always say, I never ask about you. So, there you go, Declan. What about you? What have you been doing?
1: This is recording a video of this today, by the way, so people can see. I I'm know, I know. So I'm what going... you want me
0: to be, you know, mind. No, I'm just
1: saying I'm going to an event after this in person. Apparently business events don't have the the limits on numbers as long as there's some element of social distancing and mask wearing. So that's gonna be different. Um mm-hmm.
0: Are you a bit anxious about that?
1: I'm a bit an a lot of when you meet people is being able to see the face, isn't it? Especially in kind of awkward hi, how are you, nice when you don't even know them to start mm. with. Mm. So I am a little bit apprehensive, but I think it'll be okay. Um it just feels weird to be going to it again. I don't yeah, yeah. I don't know. Cause this I mean, I couldn't tell you if I looked in my diary the last time I went to a networking event that had like multiple people in the room would have been pre-pandemic and i think networking had stopped a while before i think i remember going to a group that was that in february and we weren't shaking hands at that point um
0: i think for me one of the the things that i pointed out yesterday was it's made me realize that i don't I'm not a great fan of networking. I don't feel comfortable. doesn't suit my personality, whatever that is. I much prefer one-to-ones. But it also made me realize that I um, don't have to actually go out for ev- everything. It's so when you think about the amount of business we've delivered over video and phone calls and never actually seeing the person in person, it just does not affect the delivery of our work. Although,
1: having said that, I start working at a co-working space a couple of days a week from next week, and I cannot wait.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's different. I mean, as far as, you know, getting together as a team from time to time, which I think we've touched on before, but as far as thinking that we have to go out and meet clients face-to-face in order to deliver a project is not necessary, because over the last however, how many months is it? Is it 15 months or something? Yeah. Um, well,
1: uh, was it March? It was the end of March, wasn't it? So, yeah, 15, you know, we've 15 been, months. Uh, yeah.
0: We've been thankful um, that we've been able to, that our business is online and that we're able to carry it out and deliver projects in exactly the same way with, you know, no lack of quality whatsoever. Actually, that's quite a nice link into it. Are you talking about the campaign at all? On, on the Well, that was today? funny because
1: I was, I was just thinking that. So, mm. I launched, um, we did talk about it as it was upcoming in the last episode. But I did launch last week the Thankful for Digital campaign that I'm doing. Um, I will be honest, I am doing it kind of, you say to me I need to be better prepared, but it's like the first actual, what I wouldn't call like a normal marketing campaign that I've done um so I'm just trying to give it a go and get people involved I've had a few people getting involved um but it's no it's not time sensitive it was kind of to celebrate it throughout all of the summer as restrictions kind of lift um and we kind of look back on what we we've all kind of collectively been through um so yeah I did my first ever LinkedIn video about it which I cannot I cannot watch back um for the life of me um once I've once I put the subtitles on that was it me done I'm never watching that again um so yeah Um, it's weird
0: how we feel about video uh, ourselves you know it's a throwback to long before there was long before there was video how we you know back in the day when I was younger we used to couldn't we couldn't actually believe how our voices sounded when we recorded them on a cassette recorder. Um, mm. just, oh, like... it just
1: For me, it just brings every insecurity and every hang-up I've got. It's just there staring at me. And what, people I don't looking know, at you? No, know me looking at myself like you that. You looking at I yourself
0: just... as if you're looking yeah. in the mirror.
1: Yeah, I'm not really asked about what other people are thinking when they're looking at it. It's me. Like, I can't bear it. Like, so you're saying I that hit... you're
0: constantly judging yourself then?
1: Oh, I can't stand... <laughs> This is like getting personal, but we've done oh, it before. it's like before. therapy
0: like, now. Is this, the, is know, this the therapy now?
1: I don't like the way I look on the most part. So I just, to stare back at you is pretty horrible. Um,
0: See, me but, on the yeah. other hand, I reckon I look okay. It is what it is. You know, there are lots of things that I could pick out negative about myself, but I choose to try very, it's very hard. I try to pick out the positives when I can. Like today, I really like. Well, I'd like, like girls. to
1: think, I'd really like. I'd like to think that I was the same, and maybe you've got thirty years on me. So I'd like to get better and start loving myself a little bit more. But
0: I mean, don't get me wrong. I have massive. I'm your mum. You know, I have massive insecurities and hang-ups, the same as everybody else. But what yeah, I'm saying yeah. is, I do, I do look at my, I do look at myself. I've just done an Instagram story there and actually um, did a hands-free video on it so I could talk about the um, thankful for digital hashtag that we're going to try and start to get some traction on. Um, And, yeah, I just think it's funny, isn't it, when you're looking at yourself all the time. You can't beat a filter on Instagram stories. Um, So, yeah, I do it. But today I'm focusing on how pretty my nails look
1: that's nice for you
0: yeah because there's lots of other things i could say don't like this don't like that but today i really like my nails mm.
1: but oh, um okay. segway into I've, um, got I've got feedback mum practice. like horrendous um i think it's stopped now
0: my machine's and it always does on this
1: no it does it, it's nothing to do with that but it's stopped now um the next thing, speaking of body confidence and stuff, that trailer I saw yesterday, which is, I've got to I've got to discuss, there's a new Netflix dating show called Sexy Beasts.
0: Called Sexy Beasts?
1: Yeah, and they've all got prosthetics on, and they're all a different animal. So it's oh, like a, a dolphin. Animals are and... a
0: big thing on shows, aren't they? It's like the singing thing.
1: Yeah, but that it's like, so, and then they'll have, a so a, a woman, well, I don't know why I'm being so heteronormative, but a woman will heteronormative. have...
0: Heteronormative? What the hell is well, that? Well, if
1: you wait to see what I was going to say, then you'll understand. i was saying heard that, that
0: word. You swallowed a dictionary.
1: I was saying What dictionary is
0: that? <laughs> sorry, sorry.
1: I was saying that, I was about to say it, a woman will go on a date with however many men but obviously it could be any kind of two men whatever different genders but let's just for an example just say so a woman is dressed as something and she might go on a date with a dolphin a cat and a lion (laughs) and then she picks one so it's kind of like based off personality and then you take them out so it's a bit like naked attraction but it's not the name let's not go there
0: we could we could talk (laughs) for quite a long time about naked attraction have we discussed naked attraction on here before
1: i think on and off yeah a couple (laughs) of times
0: please don't watch Um, that while you're eating your tea will you
1: (laughs) but uh so but instead of being attracted to someone's bits it's being attracted (laughs) to to their personalities first so it's quite which would you prefer to be attracted
0: to the bits or the personalities (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you, you know
1: i'm not i'm not sure i want to discuss that on this in a public so you form. mean bits
0: don't... then don't you in that care. well
1: the bits get better if the personality is nicer if you get me oh the
0: bits don't change all oh, the bits change no, but... in your mind's eye in,
1: yeah yeah oh, mindfully
0: changing bits
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah it's true That's though it. isn't it it's true it's true it's true
1: yeah, um, it is. It you know,
0: when you think about a personality, you think it's the personality that you fall in. It's the personality that I fell in love with, not the bits. <laughs> I mean, bits isn't a thing, although I did like your dad's.
1: Mom, mom, mom. <laughs> you
0: want me finish it? The audience will be wondering, although I did like your dad's.
1: <laughs> what?
0: He had. He could have easily won Rear of the Year back in the days.
1: Oh, my God. That was with his yes, jeans
0: God. on, not with his jeans off, sorry. Okay, we'll leave it there.
1: <laughs> can you step into the light? Because all I can see is a dark shadow, and Coming I feel like that,
0: out light,
1: that's all that people are going to be able to light, see.
0: And it's shining on me. <laughs> see the light, see the light. I don't know how to step into it.
1: I don't know, some, when you move... I don't know. Can you see how dark your screen yes, is? Yes, but you it said it didn't me? happen
0: from your side before. Now I just look like...
1: <laughs> I feel like you know I'm recording um, with a paedophile.
0: Guess the identity. What about a paedophile? Mm. Oh, I'm I back. I
1: look, feel, yeah, because when you when that light from the natural light comes in, it does it. I said, I feel like I'm recording with a bloody paedophile.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. And there's me thinking, oh, <laughs> guess this person's identity. And you talking about paedophiles. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, this goes off um, on a tangent. This it podcast. does,
1: but that's what podcasts are for.
0: They're okay, just chat. right. Um, but what's the we, other? Do you want to know anything else on. about me?
1: No, not really. Um, but I was just saying. I was nice to talk to about be...
0: zombies.
1: Oh, not again.
0: I do. Moment.
1: You're a, you're a broken record with these.
0: Oh, I'm not. You, you are. Usually ask what have we been watching? and i know you've been going to the cinema lots and on your instagram stories on your personal account you've been doing those little film reviews haven't you which oh, i think gosh, is really yeah. cool with all the different um things on on the uh, on the image there but um yeah basically my family cannot believe how much i love zombies If there's a zombie movie or a zombie series, I'm on it. And what's really great for me is I'm actually discovering some that I haven't seen. So to cut a long story short, Netflix. So you know the way the Netflix algorithm works. Once you've watched something, it says you might also like this. And I watched, was was it King of the Dead? King of the uh, Dead on Netflix.
1: Army of the Dead. Army
0: of the Dead. That's it. Which I absolutely. You were King of the Dead. Which I absolutely love, by the way. I mean, if you like a zombie movie and if you like a bit of cheese thrown in, that that is that is.
1: I cannot ever. I can never ever tell. I could never tell anybody what your taste is. Because I have not seen that film, but from the trailers, I would never have thought that you would be like, oh, that was great.
0: Oh, well, there's the making of it afterwards and the making of it with it's that Zack Snyder, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. The director. Oh, the making of it is so cool. So anyway, right?
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: so So anyway, then it starts serving me up. Oh, you might also like this. And this was a new season. And it turns out, not only, it was five seasons in and I'd never seen it um z nation z nation doesn't sound quite as good does it in 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 english but in american english it's z nation short for zombie nation um so how happy was i to find out that there were five seasons of it so i'm currently on episode eight of season one but what really tickled me was i knew how much i was going to love sharing this insight with you on the podcast today, that I actually made some notes about it.
1: Oh, That's how God. interested
0: I was. So Bowie, then, on the there's a voiceover at the beginning of episode six of season one, and it's talking about the theories. It's three years into like the zombie apocalypse on Earth, and um, obviously it's, it's all based in America, as they always are. Well, not always. Sometimes they're in London, <laughs> aren't they? But yeah, American themed, <laughs> and um, as if America's the only place on the planet but so that anyway there's this voice over the beginning of um episode six about the theories that were going around you know why the zombie apocalypse actually happened the theories were amazon brain rot so i'm gonna have to investigate obviously that's a thing of the future because of what amazon is doing to us but um, oh
1: the company amazon
0: amazon not the river
1: are you Amazon. sure it didn't come from the no, no, region? No, no, no. About
0: Amazon. It's about oh, well, actually, no. You could be right. I never thought of the river, so I am actually going to investigate that because I thought that was pretty interesting. Amazon brain rot theory two was the tail of a comet. Sprinkle some zo- zombie dust over our planet, and that's that's right. a bit a, that's a bit of a daft one, isn't it? Um, but it was Amazon a brain rot weaponized yeah. virus. Weaponized yeah. virus from whatever other big big. Uh, Power. So that's an interesting one. That's a possibility because there's even talk of COVID being that, isn't there? Um, and then this one, this final one, Declan, is the one that you are gonna say, Well, it's your fault. Self-fulfilling prophecy. What do you mean? So the fact that we've all been so into zombies, like me with my zombie movies, yeah.
1: That you're gonna turn Our into a fascination
0: one? of all things zombie. Is that it's become a self-fulfilling prophecy.
1: Don't, don't quite know how
0: that would happen, how you just all I don't know. But anyway, theories. So that's that's it really. I love it. I'm I'm up to um episode eight, season one. I've got five seasons. Five seasons. So when there's anything else really cool to watch, obviously I'll dip out of it. But you know, when those nights when you think, oh what shall I watch? Head over to z nation
1: right thank you just that. because
0: you know how i love to throw in zombies now and again when i can so that's me over and out
1: wow um great <laughs> yeah. you don't seem so as if
0: you've got much to say you don't care yeah no
1: yeah. but uh, no right we need to move on the one last thing i did say is obviously we are getting a bit back to normal and it's nice to be able to just pop home um i did pop home last week for a summer solstice party that we had in the gardens with the neighbors um yeah,
0: it was good wasn't it
1: took, took my grandma to see peter rabbit too but i'm not getting Aww. into that now because it took away too many minutes of my life already <laughs> enough and it needed to i we say so. you
0: won't get that time back
1: No, so I'm not going to discuss anymore. So let's move on to um, this week's topics of discussion. Okay.
0: Okay? Yep.
1: Lockdowns are lifting. Life is a bit more normal again, whatever normal means. Here at The Digital Gene, we're looking back over the last 15 months. We're thankful for how tech and digital has allowed us to keep in touch with our loved ones and to continue on with our businesses. That's why we're launching our hashtag "Thankful for Digital" campaign. We're encouraging people to share a short video on social as to why you're thankful for digital in relation to the pandemic. We'd love to hear your anecdotes. Share on any social platform and tag at the Digital Gene whilst using the hashtag #ThankfulForDigital. We'd love to see you all getting involved. Right. So we were, we touched on LinkedIn earlier so there was a post of somebody that, that was on LinkedIn I don't think I haven't read this as a, as an article but I've read this as um somebody kind of just saying it but only one percent of users actually post which yeah, I knew it would before. I knew it I knew it would be low because I think with all social medias there's quite a you'd be surprised how little people post um like i reckon if you looked at facebook how many users it has and then compared it to how many people actually post you'd probably be shocked at how low that is as well
0: yeah i think the vast majority uh people interact and like things and they stalk um but they don't put yeah i've read that before though it's actually only one percent of globally of, of linkedin users that actually post and for me that's great more room for my posts (laughs) although you think though although i i I felt like i wrote wrote a great one this morning um but it's nothing i ever write again is going to beat my tesla post i don't think yesterday because it's still getting likes and comments now as we speak um everybody's fascination with electric cars at the minute um which i get um, but basically get yourself an electric car, post a picture of it on LinkedIn. And then I, I must have had more views of my profile yesterday than I've had in ages. Um, so, but yeah. Don't you
1: think, don't you think that um, it's not about it being electric or being a Tesla?
0: What What is it about then?
1: I just think people like to see, because it, People will infer or look at how well you guys you guys are doing.
0: Yeah, you know but you know, know once over, Mom, but...
1: you're gonna have to put a light on or something. This podcast being recorded, and most of the time, all I can see is a black face. Like, I don't in really a know how to. Does make...
0: Does it doesn't make any difference.
1: Okay. Is that better? Well, well, Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't think it's about people caring about electric cars. I just think it's about people like to see success. And sometimes they make me cringe on LinkedIn when people put like their, it's all well and good, I could say, we have smashed our targets. But I think you've got to kind of keep some of it private.
0: Well, they used, you... to, they used to talk about that level of, um, what's it called? Can't think of the word. But, you know, once over, if you'd have turned up at, Take the sales analogy. If you're a salesperson or the owner of a business and you turned up in your Merc or whatever was the in thing at the time, it was always like, don't turn up to a a meeting or an appointment in that because they'll think you've got loads of money. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? But it seems like now the way that social media has changed and even LinkedIn, I was saying earlier, you know, not getting a great deal of traction on that post today, which I put a lot of thought into. Um and you know, it was about some people class um, website as a commodity like a watch or a car, and I just don't think of that. Often they're decreasing value. Um, but a website should be continually adding value to your business, whether it's, you know, how many sales, how much extra exposure it's giving you, all those sorts of things. Um, and I know we're going to talk about businessy bits later. But so I put a lot of time and effort into thinking through that post and how I would deliver it. Yesterday, I quickly took a picture when when um, Gary dropped me back off after our meeting, uh, took a picture, posted on, said I've had a great drive. You know, I wasn't driving it. Obviously, I've had a great ride in this this tesla and and that was it um so i and i said to you earlier didn't i i feel as if linkedin especially is has sort of immersed itself in in one of those all about either talking about how and there's nothing at all wrong and for anybody who knows me and i've listened to the podcast and any you know paid any attention to any of my social media uh accounts there is nothing at all wrong with talking about how unwell you feel or you're you're suffering with your mental health or whatever you can back me up on that but it either seems to me like talk about how great you are or how ill you are and that's where you get the traction um Mm. it's like the big i am isn't it keeping up with the jones as we used to call it in the olden days um you know bragging basically bragging um, and, and I always thought all LinkedIn that, was like, a that, where you talked about what, what value you could add to somebody else's business. I
1: oh, saw, so I wish I could say it. I saw something really funny and it wasn't on LinkedIn, but it was somebody who screenshot like the most LinkedIn post ever. And it's like, oh, like the things that go viral is that I started with this business with nothing and now okay. look at this. And then, oh, it's like, oh, okay, we get it. Like, I just... And the people, I mean, there's some people that I do look up to and I've actually started listening to Stephen Bartlett's podcast Mm because I don't really like listening to, I don't like reading business books because if I'm ever reading, I'd rather chill out and read something not to do with work or mindset or whatever. Um, But...
0: Oh, your whole bookcase seems full of those types of books.
1: No, not not at all. I've got a few, not at all. Um, Most of them are political um, oh, I'm so I'd say rather, a
0: lot are political yeah
1: ra- I'd rather read that so it's I don't know it, I just think I'd rather not ha- but all these people when I've lost my train of thought a bit there um when I read some posts like he, he does and all these people who work on personal brands and I, I can't decide whether I'm cringing at them or, or no, I agree with them most of the time, but I'm also in awe. But then I'm like, why Like, why have you become a thought leader? Because in my head, most people have thoughts, thoughts. out of the box like that. Like, I don't think most people are looking at posts like Stephen Bartlett on LinkedIn and thinking, oh my God, I've never thought of that. You are so clever. Most people must surely have similar kind of, points that if they shared they would go far with it do you get what i I mean it's
0: like anything isn't it it's it's um it's like anything that we do some people have a little bit of luck as well and they become more famous more followed richer
1: i mean he's on dragon's den now
0: oh i know i know i saw on linkedin that he'd invested in a business and he'd actually become He's now actually become its creative director to push
1: it further even forward. Was that Huel?
0: No, no, it's a a well-being business. can't remember his name.
1: He's involved with Huel, and I think the well-being business is um, to do with psychedelics as drugs for... It is. Yeah, depression and anxiety, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think they're about to float as well on the stock exchange, that company, so...
0: But I it's just I like all he's
1: managed yeah. to do, it, he, all I think he's managed to do, especially with LinkedIn and to become a thought leader, is he's managed to get out of his way.
0: That's the thing, isn't it? You know how you said about that video, how you'll never look at it again? Mm. Like he'll probably never look at it, a video again because he's on to his next one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? H- how people manage to get out of the way and not scrutinize every single thing, always thinking they're learning by the mistakes, and actually don't care really what other people think? And that's that's obviously tantamount to his success that he has that incredible level of self belief. Um, mm. I don't have that. I Me don't have neither, that. But I'm not even massively t- from imposter syndrome, and you know that. Um. Mm. And you just think the minute that you start to put yourself out there, thinking that you, you, you know, you could become a, a voice of authority, something reels you back in, as if to say, "Well, who the heck do you think you are?" And then you retreat mm. back into your shell, don't you?
1: Yeah, but I'm, I'm slowly but surely trying to get over that. Um, and I love that. I'm thinking. I love that no, you. but the thing you is, know, I is, I don't, don't want
0: to. That makes me really happy.
1: Well, you don't want to look back and think, oh, well, if I could have just got out of my way, I could have achieved like that. But I was just so kind of um, crippled by self-doubt. And But if you can just try and tell that to F off, I think anybody can thrive. So, um, But, yeah, I just found it interesting. So, obviously, yeah. most people either sign up to LinkedIn and don't use it ever or they sign up and all they do is lurk. But that's all what I was saying. Learn and learn,
0: though, maybe. Yeah, yeah.
1: And a post, <laughs> yeah. a post might not do well, and um, you know, comment interaction wise. But you can always see that it shows you how many people they've fed it to, um, and always that's normally a lot higher than at the engagement. So,
0: I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? That um, you know, as a business, we get um, leads from LinkedIn. <laughs> Um, so, and, and, you know, some of those leads will pop up and you may be a first level connection, but you think, actually, I've never spoken to you before, but it's because they've been interacting, you know, watching and reading your content and obviously can relate to the type of things that you're talking about. Maybe that's the type of things that you're talking about. They're the challenges that they're having in their business. Um, and we do actually get, get leads from LinkedIn, don't we?
1: Um,
0: so yeah, it's an interesting one. But like, if it's only one percent that's posting, I just think, well, there's more room for me and my posts.
1: <laughs> I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't it be nice if we could all get out of our all be a bit more confident to post more regularly? Um,
0: It'd be nice but... if we could all just be a bit more confident in life generally. I think. I think mm-hmm. we all suffer with the same same levels of self doubt from time to time.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on. So the next topic is we always like to talk about current affairs and what's been going on, and a couple of these topics coming up are quite newsworthy things, but there was something last week about the government are, the UK government are on about weighing primary school children um, to combat the rise in obesity. Um, No, 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 no. Well... And there was also a bit about could tech help? Because even primary school children are quite techy or they know oh, they're how amazing. to use. They're, they're amazing yeah. from
0: the min, minute they actually do anything. Yeah.
1: So it's like, you know, should you put Fitbit? Should, you, should children wear Fitbits and should children wear, you know, yeah. different things? And I have my opinions on it, but I'm going to ask you as a mother first to tell me yours.
0: Your childhood should not be spent thinking about how fat or thin you are. Your childhood should be about being educated and having fun, and being loved, mm-hmm. and you know, being surrounded by people that love you and care about you and want the best for you. And uh, whether that's at home or at school or wherever, um, getting kids of that age to focus on their—it's not body positive in my. Obviously, you need to be. You need to be of a certain weight to be healthy. That's fine. What it does point out to me is how immobile our kids are more than anything. Mm. And that's that's where the work should come in. Not putting the onus on kids to wear bloody Fitbits and be looking at but, how many calories or how many steps they've taken. That should never be on their mind. I'm sorry. They should be out there having fun in the fresh air, exercising, and that should yeah. be balanced with tech time. At the minute, it's it's the pendulum is swinging too far the other way. Tech is fabulous. Tech is great. We know that. We love it as a family and embraced it, and probably why we've ended up in business together. But the, I just feel like for this generation now, the balance is the, that pendulum has swung just too far away. Get them outside.
1: Well, it's get a get reactive policy. It, it's a reactive policy rather than proactive. It's it's putting Which is a bandage. What governments
0: are great at, yeah. they're not very proactive. Yeah. Certainly not it's, certainly it's, not the British government.
1: It's um it's putting a plaster over a problem. And to be honest with you, I actually have a I have a memory about secondary school biology. And um, they asked people if they wanted to be weighed. It was about BMI, it wasn't about seeing how thin are, but I remember this Horrible feeling of anxiety. And looking back, I wasn't thinking I wasn't you would
0: be big. fast as fat.
1: Yeah, but I wasn't big.
0: And you never but, were.
1: No, I know, but like I always carried a bit of what you used to call puppy fat. Yeah. Which was fine. But I just remember like kids are horrible anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I just think weighing primary school children in front of the peers potentially just creates shame Terrific. and and what do we know with other kind of addictions or like drugs or whatever in older life? If you shame somebody because of it, we aren't. We know that that doesn't help. Exactly um,
0: that body shaming. What that the problem that that's going to bring for the government in later life? All those you know mental health issues. Um, people having you know bulimia, anorexia. Like I, I've I've read articles where kids. You know, in primary school, suffering with those conditions already. Like, yeah. do not put a frigging Fitbit on a child. I'm sorry. Yeah. Next, we'll be putting them on babies as soon as they come out of the uterus. Do you, do you know <laughs> what I mean? It's like one of the first things you do is clamp the belly button um, and put the <laughs> Fitbit on. God knows what else we'll be putting them on in the future. Oh, that just makes me so angry. Do not do that. Let's let's give them a more balanced structure to the day that involves exercise and tech. Because at the minute, everything seems to be focused on tech, and I know there's tech for good, but tech for good is not putting a Fitbit on a child.
1: And I wonder if, um, like, it's really different, even since me and pa- me and Patrick were young. You know, yeah. like I'd love, and I don't really know anyone around me as of yet that are bringing children are up yes. um, so I Parenting. can't see yeah like I can't see it in practice you know what in the world that we live in now that's so digital
0: yeah
1: it's like it's in my head I judge parents who let their children play on iPads at the dinner table Totally. no no out at a restaurant so in my yeah. head seeing that as face value I think that is a terrible mistake, but isn't that just the new coloring book that we used to get when we used to go to? Yeah, places? when you,
0: we used to go out for dinner to Pizza Hut or somewhere, and they'd bring they'd bring the coloring sheet with the crayons, wouldn't they? To yeah. keep to keep you uh, entertained whilst we were waiting for the food to come. Yeah, I do get, and and there are. But you know, we were always talking to you while we were coloring in, and often, often I would be picking up the crayons and coloring in a part of the, of of whatever it was you were coloring in with you, and talking mm. about you know what color should we do that. You don't see many parents interacting with whatever the kids are doing on iPad, do you? It's um, so
1: hard, and I I reckon it must be so hard to navigate as a parent, though. Oh my god, um, I would
0: not want it. As as like, wonderful as it's been having having you know kids. I would not want to be starting it now. And I often think if there comes a time when I become um, a granny, then what that would look like, I, I just think, oh, no, that's not my problem. There you go. Have him, her back.
1: Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd have to come to you for advice, though, because it just would.
0: Well, my yeah. advice would be get that Fitbit off that child <laughs> in this case.
1: But what about weighing them? No?
0: No. No. Why does anybody, unless unless you are medically obese, why does anybody really need weighing?
1: But it's a failure of it's a failure of all sorts that children are that big now, anyway. Isn't that BMI like,
0: thing, you know, that's I mean, isn't that aren't those metrics outdated now? Weren't they made in the fifties when people weren't even as tall as they are now, and lots of other things? Uh, you
1: know? Yeah, but I mean, it is a, it is still a pretty much okay indicator, but I do think that. What like
0: well no actually i think it's outdated it's like it's like a lot of the clothes sizes the clothes sizes were one of those things that were brought out back in the 50s and apparently they haven't changed a lot yet. how often do you go in in shops and you know i can be a 14 in there or i can get away with a 16 in there oh god there no oh nothing in there will fit me even though they call they say the size 18s do you know what I mean? It's like it's like those sort of metrics, isn't it? I just think I just think being weird. I think I can remember I can remember back in the day, probably having a medical at school for something, and we got weird. We got our eyes checked, our teeth checked. You know how tall we were, and I guess in that context, as a medical, if you if schools ever do those sort of things now, then fine. But as as an actual exercise to see how fit or how overweight you are. And underweight is a massive thing as well when we're talking about it. It's not just o- about obesity, is it? It's all those kids yeah. who've got issues with food full stop. Um, and people have always had issues with food, but it seems to be growing. Um, but I didn't and realize is the I didn't, last thing they should do.
1: And I didn't realise how deadly um, uh, eating disorders are. You know when Nikki Graham off Big Brother died yeah, earlier this year. And I, I didn't realise that vicious. like it how the percentage of people that unfortunately end up dying due to it. It's just and it yeah, it's it just it's just very reactive. They
0: yeah, very rarely yeah, get just, better once they've got
1: it. It's just reactive, isn't it? Because you've got to um we've created a society that doesn't necessarily value nutrition and what good food is and you know it's quick food sometimes which is normally quite unhealthy and then that passes down our kids just shove that in the oven because i'm do you know what i mean beige food as i used to joke but i love a bit of beige food now and again
0: i mean i love a a fish finger sandwich what can i say (laughs) but you know we we were a big you know we'd have one quick tea swimming night still joke about it don't we monday night was a quick tea because of all the different after-school activities you used to have, a Monday night was a particularly cram-packed night. Usually, it was swimming for both of you, and you then progressed to actually doing a little bit of swimming locally, didn't you? For and so there was a lot of swimming at one point. Anyway, so so yeah, <laughs> I Monday, thought you
1: were going to tell everyone my old swimming schedule. <laughs> one
0: day it was a beige food night, but yeah. we, you know, we always tried to cook from scratch. Um. Mm. And it and it is easy when you're tired and you 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 know you, you're working or I, I mean I tried to think what it must be like if you're a single parent and you're doing oh, all that yeah. stuff. Like I, I I used to whinge if your dad was away for something. I'm like, oh, two nights, two nights, I have to do all of that. You know.
1: Um, I was laughing at you last week because quite quickly before we move on. Um, Dad has retired, as I think we'll have mentioned before, but he's got another new job and he didn't get into it. And we've got like a family WhatsApp. Mum was like, what am I going to have for me, tea? And then what did my brother offer you?
0: Oh, um, a peck chopped pork <laughs> sandwich. I was still working till seven. I remember <laughs> looking at my, looking, you know, I was engrossed in something and I looked yeah. on my laptop and it said seven o'clock and I thought, geez, that the time. Um, your grandma was away she'd gone away for a few days hadn't she so was literally Patrick and I in the house and all of he must have realized literally at the same time what the actual time was and he shouts up mom mom would you like something to eat and I went oh what you're offering he said he goes how about a peck sandwich and I went so a spam sandwich you're offering me is that (laughs) what you're saying a spam he went it's peck chopped pork I said spam basically Grandma got Patrick into that many moons ago, didn't she? And she she buys it. Occasionally. Wrap
1: it up, Mum. It was only a funny anecdote. So it My was. God. But
0: I'm just saying that's your brother's equivalent of. However, we but, got yeah, there. But that happens now. Yeah. No scales. It's all about the education around food. Definitely. Yeah. So and I want to talk.
1: <laughs> so I want to talk about. Move on and talk about fr- the Free Britney movement. So do you know anything about this?
0: Yeah. I watched, you I watched the documentary months ago. Oh, well, months ago when it first I came watched, I
1: watched that documentary and yeah. I knew she was under a conservatorship. Yeah. A conservatorship. Yeah. Which are normally put in place to protect people. They yeah. are. Like, and that's what that documentary said. Like, they normally are something for good if somebody loses their kind of capabilities of being able to
0: look after make themselves. decisions and look yeah. after themselves yeah
1: but this, and the reason i'm talking about it from a slant of our podcast is it's one of those movements especially like and i'm not equating it to the same kind of gravitas as black lives matter or me too but movements really take hold due to social media these days and because a lot of britney's fans are young um well, fairly youngish, quite, you know, savvy, social media literate. There's a huge, massive movement about it. And obviously she testified in court last night. Did, have you seen this?
0: Oh, no, I haven't seen that, but no, no.
1: So it's the first time she's ever actually spoken out. She, she launched a the BBC article is saying a blistering attack on the abusive conservatorship that controlled her life that has controlled her life for thirteen years. So some of the things she was saying, so she said that she's been denied the right to have more children. They've put a what like a not like a what we would call I think call the, the coil, coil in this country. Coil, yes. yes. And um... she's not allowed she's not allowed to take that out. And all she wants is to have a baby with her current um I don't know if they're married, but partner. Um mm. she was put on lithium against her wishes. Um and yes, she has struggled with her mental health, but it's it's just the level of control. I've never known
0: I remember when I, I watched the documentary, I just couldn't I couldn't believe that that was allowed to happen in what's classed as a free country. Yeah. Do you know what I, I mean? Know. Like taking some taking completely taking away somebody's human rights like it's not as if yeah. she's sectioned or anything is it where she's she's um uh, in, this, but in country,
1: this country in this country you can section somebody but you you don't have you can't section them for very long and you have to keep there's like grounds for you have to yeah, really I go for my dad when, about it at the time yeah. and i
0: watched it however many months ago when it first came on sky and um yeah, I couldn't believe that all of her freedoms were taken away like that. Your dad said that wouldn't be allowed to happen in this country, and I thought, well, that's meant to be the land of the free, isn't it? In their constitution, how is that happening to a person?
1: I do think we have a, um, a better, still got its faults, but we do have a better criminal justice system over here than they do, um, and, especially and when it... we, especially when we were part of the human rights, um, European human rights court, because
0: for sure we... they're
1: their policies are like world world leading and they, they lead the world with human rights and things. So have, you, but... have
0: you watched the actual documentary?
1: I did watch it, yeah. A so while you know what well, I found yeah.
0: interesting in parts of it about how, how she was talking about how she'd been sexualized from a young age because of her persona and um, that whole thing about when she was with um, Timberlake hmm. and, and the public's perception of how he was treated and how she was treated when they split up were totally different. Um, and them always wanting, you know, that uh, you know, her famous song and video where she's dressed as a schoolgirl. Mm. How they were always, you know, whoever they are, her management, were always encouraging that persona for her to be childlike. Um you think about the effect that's had on her, don't you? You mm. know, I mean, whether she, this she was did, happening did, she, or not. She,
1: yeah, she did suffer, obviously, quite Publicly, when
0: with she shaved hair health, and health and problems. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just don't.
1: Come kind of... I... on, sorry. Either
0: she should, either is she ill enough that she should properly be in hospital, being taken care of, and if not, why this these extreme measures?
1: Well, she doesn't look it. I mean, she does seem. So people keep. She does control her on Instagram, and people say that she puts clues as to how she's doing. But what one thing she said. Yesterday referring to her Instagram post she said I'd lied and told the whole world I'm okay and I'm happy I've been in denial I've been in shock I'm traumatized I'm not happy I can't sleep I'm so angry it's insane and I'm depressed and I cry every day and I just think it's horrible like and there's some video she's put on and sometimes I will joke saying oh god she doesn't she doesn't look all I'm trying to be PC, but I'm like, she doesn't look all sane. She
0: doesn't look very well.
1: There. Yeah, she just, but you can't just remove somebody. like. She, so we had a bit of a technical difficulty there where somebody dropped out. So I'm not sure where we got Nobody. up to because mum, <laughs> mum, only two of us. mum, mum said I froze. Um, but yeah, um, we yeah. ran about the Britney stuff. And basically, I thought this was summed up by um, somebody who I saw on Twitter who's the editor in chief of Empire. She said, in so many parts, in brackets, commercially exploitation, not least, but Christ, when a woman's been publicly mentally ill, everything can be manipulated through that lens. And I just thought it was, yeah, that's so true.
0: You know what was scary for me as well. How there was—I don't know whether it was part of that documentary now, because as I say, it's quite a few months since I watched it. Whether it's part of the documentary or something that I read afterwards about again patriarchal society, the control of a woman like that—would would would a man be controlled in the same way? Could you imagine that if it was a male celebrity of that stature? Not at all. Somebody world famous that you can't no. can you?
1: No. No, and many men and many many men, um, many famous men have had public issues with mental health. So, yeah, exactly. oh, it stinks of all sorts. It's vile. It really mm-hmm. is vile.
0: Poor me. I felt I felt for her when I watched it. I did. Yeah, I you know, I can not... she's
1: still not. I don't even think she's forty. She's one of those that feels like she's been around Well, she has been, but yeah, she's like yeah, she's been around for obviously. Yeah, really, started, really. So.
0: So
1: help for Yeah, she's mm. not forty till December. Wouldn't that be nice if this could end in time for her fortieth birthday?
0: It would. Right. Mm. The
1: last topic is was, was you before we go on to business bits. So fire away.
0: Well, there were a couple of links that I could I could have shared, but I shared this particular one because of the pretty picture. Um, Dutch farmers <laughs> attempting to stop Instagrammers. Oh whistle that one again, Instagrammers from spoiling tulip fields. And um, this was brought to my attention from my lovely friend, Sam, who owns and writes the blog northeastfamilyfun.co.uk. little bit of an advert in there for you, Sam, Um, (laughs) for our millions of listeners. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and and Sam kindly sent me a few links and, and and I read them all and picked this one, for our podcast but the theme is there about you know instagram is all about influencers grammars finding great spots to you know get the next the next perfect photo the next perfect shot and throughout the summer you see people running through well not even running pausing in lavender fields tulip fields or whatever um and everybody wants to be there and you can actually imagine them as some sort of local attraction wherever they are you know if, it, yeah. if it's strawberry picking if it's the lavender if it's the tulips uh, um if it's the pumpkins what about the pumpkin patches you know just just I don't think
1: they I don't think they photograph just as
0: well as as a', as oh, a tulip I've seen field. some oh, I've, I've seen some amazing ones but anyway um Instagram uh, instagram users who take photos in front of this particular Beautiful, beautiful field of Dutch tulips are unknowingly destroying the colourful fields. To protect the flowers, the Dutch Tourist Board has launched a campaign encouraging people to take tulip friendly selfies and use the hashtag watch your feet in their posts. Farmers have also installed fences and signs that ask tourists to keep a respectful distance. And it sort of smacked, you know, when over the years, we've, we've watched the likes of Country and whatever, where it says, you know, these tracks have been there for however many years, like Rosebery Topping, where we live, you know, those tracks and how gradually over the years, the more and more visitors, you know, use those tracks, it's wearing everything away. And, you know, it's, it's no longer, things are no longer the, the beautiful, natural spot that they are meant to be um Mm -hmm. and the rights of wear that people say they should have through fields and all that type of thing but this in particular really made me think yes those shots are beautiful Uh, particularly for me I love the I'm I'm not even a lavender fan I don't like lavender on its own (laughs) although I have a couple of lavender plants in the garden but um, my
1: god people really get to know you on this podcast
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like lavender but I don't like lavender oil or anything (laughs) smelly lavender, apart from in its true natural beauty outside. But anyway, I digress. But yeah, I particularly love the colour of a lavender field. But what goes into um, the perfect Instagram shot, you know, and people are really ruining these natural beauty spots and obviously livelihoods for some people you know those tulips you know once those fields are trampled on whatever will that tulip that plant that lavender ever come back um and i guess it's being mindful isn't it of of what we're all doing in this 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 rush to this rush for perfection you know the the perfect picture Um, people
1: will do anything certain people will do anything for um a bit of social clout but it's happened there's been ways to do it for hundreds of years probably it's just now it's how good your instagram feed is um and how yeah
0: there's been ways to do what what do you mean
1: like socially climb hasn't there
0: Tell me, tell me a bit more about socially economy. Well,
1: but, no, but like now people look for value in how many followers you've got on Instagram, but before it might have been how wealthy, well, it still is to an extent, but like who you hung around with in society, you know, were you up in the... Oh, you you know, know what I, I mean? thought
0: you meant? Where's to climb? Uh, or walk? I thought you meant. Oh, there's ways to climb roseberry topping without damaging it. No, I... you better. Oh,
1: I you meant no, it. I mean, I no, like
0: socially climbing. There's always
1: been. <laughs>
0: oh, climbing. There's always That's been ways climb. to
1: like. The people have always put value into something. It's just now it's how many followers and likes you get on Keeping certain up things. With the
0: Joneses, it used to be called. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's just it's just that, but I mean, it happens all the time, doesn't it? It's um.
0: But again, it's that, you know, when oh, I, was think- I was thinking about how the planet apparently recovered when we were all locked down.
1: I mean, it didn't. Didn't it? Not really. Well, the dolphins
0: really, really swimming. No, into like, in
1: cer- or, yeah, in certain situations like that. the air pollution but- because there
0: was no planes in the sky.
1: Yeah, in That's certain situations like that, but I wouldn't say the planet recovered.
0: <laughs> no, but it was like healing itself, that very thought of, like, we were all locked up because we are the harbingers of doom. We are the harbingers of our own doom, aren't we? And there was, like,
1: dolphins in Venice canals and all sorts, wasn't there? But the
0: minute that we were there, you know, we were locked down, so it seemed like, oh, the planet took took its own breath and thought, thank – they've gone. Do you know what (laughs) I mean? Um, And then the minute that we're allowed back out, we start trampling over everything, ruining everything. And, yeah, here we are, people having to put, you know – be conscious, watch where you're putting your feet, all that type of thing. And you just think, yeah, I love a beautiful picture at the end of the day, but we should just be more mindful of stuff, shouldn't we? Yeah. I suppose yeah. it's not quite the same. Although holding holding a bunch of tulips up against your front door, against your wreath as an Instagram shot, is just as good.
1: Well, it's like when people rent, private jets just to sit on them take a photo and then go on <laughs> look, look um, like... out
0: the window look where i'm going it's like hmm. it's not yours
1: yeah i, I know, would only be
0: would i be impressed by somebody being on a private jet yes if they were really flying anywhere not just because they paid 500 dollars to sit on a seat to look out the window to take a selfie like what's the point
1: yeah what I... is the
0: actual point it's mad. but yeah pretty pretty sad isn't it how we do you know when you when you actually think about it. Behind that perfect picture, and we all know—well, I hope we all know—that Instagram isn't real life. It's a part of somebody's life, the piece that they want you to see. It's—it's yeah. um, it's very much like when somebody comes to your house, and you could think, "Shit, I haven't puffed up the pillow. You know, the cushions haven't been. Oh God, don't come in my bedroom. I didn't make the bed. You can't like invite your here. friends
1: over tonight. I've not done <laughs> whatever.
0: <laughs> oh, they can't come tonight, no. <laughs> And then now yeah. as you get older it's like, yeah, let them anybody can come. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Mm. Although I still go wild on the tidying up and the cleaning if I know that something's happening. Um but yeah, pretty sad. Pretty sad.
1: I just totally forgot that we're recording this as a video. And now. you're playing
0: with your Invisalign things?
1: <laughs> I'm glad you said that. <laughs> um But yeah, let's <laughs> Right now we've That's got a bit. great
0: look we hope you cutting that piece out. In fact, there's probably loads of bits of me that I want cutting out, please.
1: It, it's not getting any of it out. So you're not out. cutting
0: out with you with, like, your fists in your mouth there? No, no. Uh, I've got you're literally like done,
1: this? a little update, gang. I'm nearly done. So my I've also got elastic bands, and the elastic bands are, like, that. they started, like, towards the front of my mouth, and now they're really at the back. So they, they twang off all the time. I open my mouth too wide. Um. Anyways... So the last bit, let's get these because we've been trying to do this business bit section for weeks now. Um let's Haven't you? Let's um, say, so we try and discuss a different topic. In the past, we've done what a first hire will look like for us and all those kind of different things. But this one is about how you grow in an ethical, not necessarily ethical, but you kind of keep the values that you've got and a lot of it i've been thinking a bit about it recently because there's people that i aspire to 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 run a business like or i get inspiration from and i've seen they've worked with brands that i would not i would not work with them doesn't matter Mm -hmm. how doesn't matter how that might change my life i'd rather not work with and i'll give some examples i would rather not probably work with real fast fashion brands Mm-hmm. Um, the boohoo's and of like, I just, yeah, not my, not my thing. Um,
0: oh, for context, don't you think you should have said a, a few more brands. Well, I, well, I, I can't. Well, you me give boo-hoo. me some.
1: Right, you keep talking. You give me some examples and tell me brands that you wouldn't work with. Just while I go get my charger, put you on the spot.
0: Oh, do you want me to name one? Yeah. Do you want me to actually name and chain one? Yes. Yeah. Okay, now's my opportunity. I would not work with the furniture brand Made because I don't like their ethical, unplanet friendly policies. Um, basically, I've had a little bit of a run in with the purchase of a bed. To cut a long story short, there were various problems with the legs and instead of just being able to send me a new set of legs, um, and this clearly all comes from China, and I've actually just found out that I think um, the person who set up the business is from China, might be wrong on that, but I'm sure I saw a LinkedIn post the other day. Lives in Paris, but is from China. I don't know. Anyway. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but long story short, and, and and that's the thing, isn't it? A lot of stuff does c- come from China. That's why it takes so long and takes even longer through the problems that we're having at the minute um, with logistics. But, yeah, instead of um, being able to send me a new set of legs, it was – apparently a custom made bed which I very much don't because I've since seen it on Habitat more or less the self same bed so it's been custom made for quite a few people um, the only way they could put right this problem with the legs was to order me a brand new bed which would take another 12 to 16 weeks coming again from China and I said I actually said to them on two occasions when I was conversing with them both on live chat, email, everything. How is this good for the planet if the only way you can put four little legs right is by sending a complete whole new bed? Because they've probably
1: got a policy. It's like when you hear that ASOS burn the clothes that you send back because it's cheaper for them to do that than to pick and pack and repackage. We don't know that for
0: sure, though, do we? We don't know that for sure. There's a lot
1: of literature that that is what happens, yeah.
0: But yeah, so anyway, and basically, so me, obviously, from a consumer point of view, was like, hang on a minute, so I've got to take that bed down, uh, put it all back up, and basically they said, um, we'll, get the, we'll get the van drivers to wait while you do it. So that annoyed me for a start off. But the other thing that annoyed me was not that it was, was mainly that it was taking all of that time to bring another bed from China or whatever it is, just for the sake of four little legs being wrong, incorrect, broken. Faulty bed, bad design. Um, Don't get me started. But also where was my bed bed that the only thing wrong with it was the four little legs. Where was that bed going to end up? And I brought up on two occasions that I didn't really like. You know, I was mindful of, I wasn't happy with their ethical policy, their unfriendly planet policy, whatever you want to call it. And they basically never addressed the twice that i asked that which made me very concerned oh, yeah. that it was as bad as i thought
1: yeah that's a good
0: point and
1: yeah. um, so... i think i think it's on it's 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 on people like us as, as our business grows as well it's like when we work with people i guess we kind of challenge them you know it would be nice i don't want i'd just be like especially some of the bigger clients wouldn't it be nice if we knew that their staff were looked after properly and you know all those kind of things um mm. sometimes you think is it within your rights to do it but but quite often you end up just attracting the tribes that you kind of have some kind of synergy with anyway because of what you put out and you know we're discussing this on our podcast with somebody listened to this who thought who do they think they are well we've always said haven't we no but hang on like i'll make as much money and i don't care who i they'd listen to us and they probably wouldn't want to work with us because they don't have our values either but
0: yeah i mean i do want to make money money makes the world go around and you know whoever says "Oh, money doesn't make you happy no but it pays your bills which takes an awful lot of pressure off you
1: yeah people Um, who say that have got money
0: exactly people who say that the you know i've i've been in a in a point in my life where i had very little money in the bank to pay bills i've never i've never gone hungry i've never been homeless but i've been had a point in my life where i didn't have didn't know where the next tenner or whatever was coming from um and i know how that feels so not about being rich per se having millions in the bank or whatever but it's having that pressure taken off you of knowing all your bills are taken care of um so money does buy that, you know. Um, but yeah, I was I was discussing this yesterday with Gary. You know, what does what does growth for a business look like? It doesn't necessarily mean, you know, a million, two million, or whatever in the bank. It it, it means it should mean different things to different people. You know, that level of, of success. I guess looking from the outside in, when people people are. Su- Not as surprised as there would have been once over the fact that we we are choosing to stay a remote team at the at the minute. We Mm. we we work in office space. We'll go out and have meetings in hubs, but um, we're not necessarily bothered about paying big money out on an office space to who to impress. Well, Who's I know impressed? I had a
1: meet. I had a meeting with somebody this morning, and I just said I want to stay as quite a small boutique agency. I've got no currently no aspirations to have a huge office in the centre of Leeds, and then that just be um, costing us fortunes. And I, I just there are better ways you can run a business like ours these days, you know. Yeah. Um, Yes. And we were
0: mindful, weren't we, that we wanted to create three, you know, the three directors that are involved in the business, the three shareholders. We were mindful, weren't we, that we wanted to create three great salaries first rather than thinking we need an office or we need this or we need that. Yeah. We were mindful of trying to grow it that way. Um, and that, that's that been right for us so far. It may not be somebody else's decision, and that's fine. But I think success is is in the eye of is that would you say that in the eye of the beholder success is just a personal thing and it shouldn't be about bank balance office space whatever it should be all, about it, is, you all want it is to is be.
1: comparison as well all you're doing is yeah. comparing it to somebody else but we've and been going on a while isn't isn't now it? so i think we should Com- wrap up
0: comparison is the thief of joy yeah. i love that phrase yeah yeah
1: Okay, well, thank you for listening to this episode of It's In The Jeans podcast. You can follow us both on Twitter. I'm at Declan Williams underscore, and mum, you are? I'm
0: at Before BeforeEnder. I'd love some new followers. Stop by we and are... chat with me.
1: It's... We are at... In... It... Oh, you've really put me off
0: there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we are at It's In The Jeans pod on Instagram, and on Twitter, we are at It's in the jeans pod. You can follow us, you can follow our business across social platforms. We are at the digital gene. Please like, share,
0: and write review. That's episode twenty six, done and dusted.
1: I mean it's twenty five, but you might have done twenty six. Oh, is it? I'm <laughs> yeah. <saying. laughs> But yeah. Thanks everyone.
0: Okay. Thanks for keeping me right, son.
1: All right. See ya. Always
0: doing that. Thanks everyone. Bye.
1: Bye.